0: Highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside.
2: Welcome, and I'm Eric Ostens from Home Street Bank.
1: Were you welcoming me or all of our listeners?
2: I'm welcoming all of our listeners, but we're just so happy to be here.
1: Always happy to see you.
2: Right. I'm even more happy to see David Summers. Yeah, our esteemed producer, who, who sits esteemed. in there every week. Ooh, you're with, esteemed, with, David. We, it, it's not a successful week unless we can make his face turn red at least once in the show. Yes, we're pretty once. good at that. Yeah. Yes, he says, yes, already, already Already done.
1: accomplished for today. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, was I out of the room? Did I miss it?
2: We're just getting warmed up.
1: I know, last week we had several.
2: Yeah. But anyway. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> and I'm super excited, because speaking of last week yeah we have a return guest yes in a new capacity but a return guest we have Lilia Anderson from Merrill Gardens
3: yes thank you thank you for having me back
1: yes super excited to have you here and then we also have an additional guest yeah which is the one that our I'm sorry go right ahead
2: Katie Munoz yes from moving forward
4: hi
1: how did he do did he butcher
4: it oh no it was perfect Munoz is that right
1: excellent excellent (laughs) He is famous on our show for butchering something, whether it's a name, a phone number, a website, something every week gets butchered. And and reputation, that's another one, yeah. Uh, Speaking of butchered, you were even just saying that uh, your son's girlfriend, you're usually butchering something in front of her, too, and she's a vegan.
2: Right. So, you know, it just kind of
1: fits your profile.
2: Apparently so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that fits into the, the mortgage world. <laughs> yeah, yeah we know we're through Eric <laughs> the Butcher.
1: <laughs> hey, you cut the rates. <laughs> that's that's what it's all about. Yeah, chopping, chopping rates. In half. That's right.
2: Yeah, there you go. I think it kind of fits. All right. We'll yeah. see. Except for our vegan listeners. Yeah, yes. They're probably thinking, oh, I kill him, kill him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, I don't think well, they like a time that, year. But okay. I mean, in May, you know, She comes my son's girlfriend, she comes over in May, I got, you know, shrimp. I'm pulling the heads off. I like to shrimp. Mm -hmm. You know, and then now it's July. I You're got popping crab. The top off of crabs. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're killing crab. You know, then it's salmon. And then yeah, it just kind of mm. keeps going. But yeah. I can't help it. It's it's my Norwegian nature. You know, kind of like the seafood, and because so. it's tasty, right? Right. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> because it's delicious. It's just delicious. Right. I'm sorry. I was a vegan. I was a vegan for a while. Then I I drove past Dix Drive-in and I completely fell off. The oh, way, completely. Game yes. over. Yes.
1: Well, I was a Pesca vegetarian. I never gone vegan. Wait, but- wait, wait.
2: A, a what pesca vegetarian pesca vegetarian yeah right. i didn't do uh,
1: necessarily land animals but i did ah, you know like it. from the water sure yeah because sure. Okay. pesce it's italian got for fish it. i i
2: got that yeah or
1: pescado you know, it depends on the language but right yeah. right
2: yeah. yeah
1: yeah for the longest time i couldn't get people to understand it It wasn't because i didn't like meat of any other kind it was just i moved here from the midwest Oh, where where it had been expensive to have seafood, mm-hmm. and I moved out here in the late '80s, and it was inexpensive, and there was all these options, right. and I just didn't need to eat meat yeah. and yeah. you know beef and pork and chicken and all that. And after after a while of not eating enough uh, beef and pork, I kind of lost the taste for poultry for a, a while. Sure. So I had nine years of no beef or pork, and then five years of no poultry.
4: Oh, and man. then
1: it was only because I went on a trip to Europe for seven weeks. I went to seven countries in seven weeks, and I knew I was going to have to eat pork, like, every meal in Germany. So I started introducing <laughs> yeah, meat right. back into my diet <laughs> so I wasn't yeah. going to have a problem.
2: Yeah, gotta have your but
1: schnitzel. then I was like, ooh, their meat's more tasty than some of the stuff my mother made for me. So... I started eating that's, it again.
2: There you go. <laughs> that's right. It's all about the preparation.
1: It is. It's yeah. all about the preparation. That's,
2: that's right. That's right.
1: So now I eat pretty much everything. Well,
2: there you go. There yeah. you go. Good. Good. Sure. Good. So um, speaking of rates, though,
1: got yeah. any updates? Well, Sure, because um, I kind of want to keep them quick a little bit today, just because there's so many other interesting at, topics got, that we I have. I got all
2: this stuff on my desk here. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. they're they're. Um, let's see, so you're hogging the whole table. Do you we, need some more space? No, 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 we can I'm get good. you some. I'm good. We're hanging in there with with uh, with rates. You know? Okay. So the whole Brexit thing has has taken hold. Mortgage rates are at uh, more than a three-year low point right now. Excellent. And um, today was a, a little bit of an upward upward day, uh, just a bit. There were several lenders today that that repriced their loans. So they, mm-hmm. they set their rates in the morning, and they increased um, uh, oh, about, about midday today. Uh, uh, fortunately, we were not one of them. But okay. um, every now and then we'll see that happen if the markets get a little bit squeamish but right now standard conforming 30 year mm-hmm. fixed rate loan 3.5% oh, and that's without paying that's points awesome. and everything that's so um, awesome 15 year fixed rates are around 2 and 3 quarters wow. to 2 and 7 eighths percent mm. and um, FHA loans are 3.25% Still as, as, super our, as low. Our Those VA, are as VA if you're veteran out there if you have a VA loan already, mm-hmm. you can do a streamline refinance. There's no appraisal required, very, nice. very little documentation. Now would be a great time to, to think about that. Same thing with FHA. If you I have a VA loan, ask. Yeah. You, there's a streamlined FHA loan, no appraisal required. You don't need uh, income and asset documents very simple matter just And if someone's had that loan
1: it, for a while and the way our appreciation has been over the last few years, they might be able to get rid of uh, the PMI. PMI.
2: That's right. As a matter of fact, one of our mutual customers are working on one of those right now oh, where well, they excellent. took out an FHA loan a year ago. And nice. we think there's enough equity now You have to tell me who that is later. I will. I'll I'll whisper it to you. But um uh but yeah, we're we're able to switch that loan over to a conventional mortgage now and uh and it's gonna knock about three hundred bucks off of the mortgage payment. Oh, so, That is you know, fantastic. It's, it's who mix? couldn't
1: use an extra three hundred yeah, bucks a month? It's
2: it's, uh, it's it's a it's a really good time. Yeah, no care. we're about well, to buy
1: a boat. You know I could. I I know I I <laughs>
2: I'm I've been helping your husband go from the twenty six foot to the twenty eight foot. Thank
1: you so much for that. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yes well, I saw the price jump
2: between the two. I just want I just want you both to be happy. So uh-huh. you know, and I, I, uh-huh. I just know a twenty eight foot boat's gonna just do so much better. Uh, for you. For I that, was fine
1: so. with it as long, ha- as long as we had a bathroom on the boat. That I know. was the big thing for yeah. me. Yeah. But that's okay.
2: A five gallon bucket's not going to do the trick for you, huh? Well,
1: I'll tell you what, I will be happy in that because we are going with a larger boat. Uh, I do like the idea of stability because we plan on you know taking people out, maybe some clients mm-hmm. here and there, maybe there doing go. some waterfront mm. you know, property tours, things mm. of that nature. No, no, so no, no. I think I, it's going to be pretty I have, awesome.
2: I have an agenda that you will need to follow, which includes getting up to Desolation Sound up in BC, okay. yeah. I got no problem take, with that. Take the San Juan Islands. You been up there? I've been to San juan's Okay, beautiful, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gorgeous. absolutely. Okay. I'm excited about going. Okay, multiply that by ten, and, really? and you got desolation sound. It's oh, wow. it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. It's it's oh. unbelievable. Well, now so. I'm even more excited. And the Canadians, they're so nice. They're just so friendly. They're happy. All the men are named. Are they made, vegan? You vegan? Uh, even me, I, I'm bad with names, right? I can remember names. I just yeah. call them, uh, all the men, I just call them Gordy because you got a 50-50 <laughs> shot that your last name's, their last name is going to be Gordy. So I just call them Gord. Hey, Gord. How you doing, eh? It's beautiful. See, you're speechless. Look at you. I am. So,
1: I'm, just, I'm trying not to. Anyway,
2: so <laughs> yeah. the, the rates are really good. But now I want to talk about mm-hmm. one other yes. thing real quick here. Yeah. Super important. Mm-hmm. Diapers. Pardon? We want your diapers.
3: What?
2: We want your clean diapers.
1: Okay, thank you.
2: And uh, because <laughs> I was like, well, let's
1: not have people sending something else into the station, <laughs> shall we?
2: So, so once a year in uh, in West Seattle, uh-huh. uh, there's a there's an organization, Westside Baby, mm-hmm. in conjunction with Home Street Bank. Okay. Uh, we do uh, an event called Stuff the Bus, and we fill ah. that bus with diapers, and then we donate those diapers to folks that are. And, and need of diapers can't afford to, to have them and, and nice. all of that so i like it so i don't um,
1: suppose that they add depends in that list do they is it just for people with children uh, and not for elder I care didn't,
2: i didn't really ask that question but i think now this one's we're pretty much leaning more towards the big diapers <laughs> okay. yeah and okay. preferably new and uh, uh yes. yeah in the bag um but if anybody has diapers, it's all
1: it's all the come uh,
2: on yeah, there's folks out there you've got the big Half a bag of Huggies, and mm-hmm. it's been sitting in the closet. Oh yeah, and just you know, you
1: yeah, the kid outgrew them; they can't wear them anymore. You forget to get, pass them on. to That's someone right. Else. That's
2: right. Bring them on July twenty fourth. Okay. Bring them to the Home Street Bank branch in West Seattle. It's right on the corner of Forty First and Alaska. Just as you're coming okay. up into the into the junction, you'll see it over on the right hand side. Mm-hmm. Those of you old time West West Seattleites, it's the old Burger King. So if you oh. know where the old Burger King was uh, on Alaska Street, it's uh, it's a beautiful new Home Street uh, branch. Bring them, bring em in there, and uh, and you're
1: desecrating it with dicks. Aren't we bring in dicks, burgers and stuff. Yeah, sure,
2: sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah meat of any sort of, you know, yeah, that's right. So uh, yeah, but no, we want your diapers. So July 24th, bring your them on by unused Fresh, diapers, Clean Fresh diapers. diapers. Yes. That's right. That's okay. right. Okay, fabulous. So,
1: were we also going to talk about that other West Seattle thing?
2: Yeah, well, there's there's that one. And then I, I also, if uh, my, my traffic alert, if you see people wandering around, you know, bumping into things or walking down the middle. Of, there's one walking down the middle of the freeway uh, this morning, I think. It's um, it's the new Pokemon game. It's Pokemon Go. Have you seen that?
1: I I have not I've taken I've it. been so slammed with it's, work. I, have, okay. I keep seeing reference to it, and is, I'm like, is this some kind of ridiculousness? It is
2: <laughs> off the hook, insane. Um, people are going nuts. They've done zero marketing for it. Nintendo stock is up 25% wow. right now. And, and this is a virtual reality thing. My, my kid was working it last night. He shows me his phone. Mm-hmm. I'm looking through the phone, and there's the sofa. And then there's mm-hmm. a Pikachu jumping up and down on my sofa. So they're planting Pokemon into virtual reality, into the reality, mm-hmm. so you, you catch them and whatnot. But um, this—I think there's some medications oh, that fantastic. help do that too. I'll tell you what, though. You know what's really cool about this? <laughs> this is making kids get outside and exercise. Because you catch a Pokemon, they go in the egg, right? You got to walk five kilometers before that egg will hatch. So it's making kids go outside, walk around. Nintendo has Just done Just not it.
1: in the middle of the street. You mentioned someone well, might be from, in the middle of the highway. From, I like, see, that sounds dangerous start,
2: to me. Start paying attention now. You're going to see people walking around with their head down, even worse than it was like last week. It's way worse so now. So this
1: sounds possibly well, like dangerous. a nightmare. I don't <laughs> here's, know. I'm like, here's the you're cool making, part, Is though. this supposed to be fun or you no, cool? Here,
2: here's the cool part. Our first lady spent has spent eight years trying to get kids to get outside and exercise. Oh, yeah. right. Nintendo did it in one day. It's Amazing. Yeah, but she so, probably also
1: wasn't getting him hit by a car. Well, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Well, I'm just saying.
2: I'm sorry. That's just Darwinism. That's okay. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll work that one through. Pokemon just, Go
1: Darwin oops, version? Did I just say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, if you have a comment about that little subject matter, please feel free to call us on our live show, 866-712-1300. We're not quite to the end of the segment, but we're almost there. So we're going to go ahead and wind this up. On that strange note, we'll be back with some other fun little tidbits to talk about.
2: And we're going to talk about a house that yeah I, know, that's I mean. could use yeah, a diaper.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Today. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba.
1: Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. And I'm
2: Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. Reminding everyone, this is a live call-in show. If you have questions for us, you can reach us toll-free at... I'm looking over eight
1: six six
2: seven one two
1: thirteen hundred. 866-712-1300. Thank you. Yeah, we're so live. We almost both got caught unawares that we needed to start talking. I was about to do some little Twitter stuff, and then normally you jump right in on the second segment. So I was like totally totally waiting for you, and then you just gave me the eyeball, like, oh, my turn.
2: (laughs) Too busy playing my Pokemon game.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Put it down so you don't get hit by a car. Well, that's yeah. right. Uh, so anyway, so right before the break, you made mention of a West Seattle property that you said you mm. could use a diaper.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. that's quite a well uh, teaser. This this one made the news. It was on um, all over the West Seattle blog, but also in the I think the original article was from the Seattle. It was Times. Seattle Times. And about a home that was too dangerous to enter, mm-hmm. sold for four hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars after a, mm-hmm. just an insane bidding war, and uh, and I think the um, I think the uh, the writer was was trying to illustrate just how crazy our, our housing market is. This home is I don't know twenty-one hundred square foot house. It's in West Seattle, and uh, the floors are collapsing. The roof is collapsing, and it has about five feet of. Let's just say liquid in the basement. and uh, Really dirty liquid. So, right, to the point that the just liquid that's supposed to be going outside. Right, liquid that, um, uh, well, we'd normally see in a diaper. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
1: we've got, got the gist. Thank you. Anyway, yes.
2: the only way it's people. It's explosive
1: diarrhea they're, they're <laughs> for parents. <laughs>
2: The whole house has a splotchkin syndrome. Yes, That's exactly. right. So the, the 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 only way anyone was allowed into this home is if they were a licensed and bonded contractor mm-hmm. and they signed a, a, a waiver. waiver.
1: Yeah, a disclaimer. You
2: know, yeah, just yeah. to to be allowed. It was and, toxic. Anyway. So, so, you know, I, I think the article was, was intended to be an, an example of, of just how crazy our housing market is. Mm-hmm. But we just wanted to talk about the story behind the story, you know, on, yeah. on this one.
1: Oh, yeah, because I kind of got into it a little bit with the uh, guy from the Seattle Times mm-hmm. who wrote it. Because my personal input was I felt that they had sensationalized it. I didn't know about the stuff with the sewage yet. Mm-hmm. But if you say West Seattle, that encompasses a pretty broad area.
2: Oh, absolutely. Physically,
1: right? Geographically. Yep. And the price points vary widely. You know, if you're down near Roxbury, you get a completely different price point of a property mm-hmm. versus, say, Alki, mm-hmm. which is right by the water. That's right. Right? If you're on Delridge, you're getting something mm-hmm. very different than being off of California, mm-hmm. right? Two completely different fields, different mm-hmm. services available to you, all that kind of thing. And the, the thing that they didn't really mention was that parcel is in Belvedere, mm-hmm. which is one of the most expensive parts of West Seattle. More
2: sweeping views yeah. of downtown Seattle. So
1: that price point, they started it at two something and it went into the fours. Mm-hmm. And frankly, that's a very reasonable price point for a teardown. Sure. Now you take that same price and you stick it down closer to Westwood and you got a livable house.
2: Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. But. Not this one. Yeah, no. Right? That, and and you're absolutely right. I, so I said was, he
1: sensationalized it. I wasn't a big fan of the yeah. article.
2: And and I, I was more intrigued by the the uh, the comments and the blog. You know, West mm-hmm. Seattle blog's a fantastic blog, and mm-hmm. and uh, their readers are very loyal. I love it. You stalk because,
1: them regularly. I know. I love, well,
2: because I'm in it. <laughs> I was, they had my picture in it last weekend for being at the West Seattle Street Fair. Oh, that's so, right. So we, yes, know, we love them. But no, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, they. Uh, but the people are. It was about fifty-fifty. You know, half. The people are saying, "Yeah, this is going to get redeveloped," and mm-hmm. and the other half are like, "Dang it! You know, here we go again, where somebody's going to put a mega house in, you know, another uh, another one." And in, it's the in only a way they can do
1: it in an affordable mm-hmm. fashion for the developers.
2: Well, we have such a such restricted uh, land use requirements. It's so hard mm-hmm. uh, to build new homes uh, that. Um, we, we're, a lot of the builders go into urban infill where they just right. have to kind of build where they can build. And then they're going to build what the market will Well, if you're going to be in Seattle, I mean, if you yep. want
1: lots of room to build, go out to you know Bothell, right. Snoqualmie, and the places sure. where there's still land available. Absolutely. But when you're in closed-in cities like Bellevue, Kirkland, Seattle, Shoreline, you don't have a choice. That's right. No. Your boundaries are full you You got to find new and inventive ways, which often uh, leads to rezoning
2: to allow for density. Higher density.
1: And people forget that we are in a land, especially if you've moved here after 1990, they forget that we have the Growth Management Act. Mm -hmm. So every single city within the growth management boundaries is required to create density. That's right. They have goals for each city and they get in trouble for not meeting those goals. That's right. And- you know, one of the things we talk about in real estate all the time is the, the concept of what's the highest and best use. Well, I'm sorry, but a sewage-filled house is not the highest and best use for that property any longer. <laughs> well, you
4: know, you got an excellent point you know,
1: <laughs> So, you know... Sometimes you just got to get on the bus, man, just sort of, and just keep moving it's forward. Kind
2: of, the, kind of the way it's going to the way it's going to go in, in in the big city here. Yeah, I know so it's not you?
1: always popular, but yeah. you know, fighting change won't make change go away.
2: No, that's right. That's right. So anyway, but uh, but you know, speaking of, apart from our our sewage-infested West Seattle home, how mm-hmm. is the market looking?
1: Market has been. Uh, as we've been talking about for weeks, I feel like I'm just repeating myself constantly. It's been very busy. Um, you know, anecdotally, my team we had we have five different offers we're working on right now for a mm-hmm. variety of clients in a variety of different market areas. I will say um, I'm starting to see a little bit of easing in further out areas. And when I talked to someone the other day, they were like, "Well, does further out mean Issaquah?" And I'm like, "No, I'm talking like Enum Like keep going.
2: <laughs> keep it- because <laughs> most yeah.
1: of Puget Sound has been on a tear right. for four years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there are some areas that, you know, just because, you know, the volume of people, you know, there, there's just not a huge horde of people moving out to Enumclaw right now, right. you know, right. but I will say move in ready homes. We still have a shortage in general and in Enumclaw, part of that shortage isn't because there's massive demand. It's because that area has been longer to come back in the values. And so like an offer, we just put on a property today, a woman bought it back in 2008, excuse me, 2005. And I had to do all the calculations on it. And at the offer that we just put in, she'll lose about 10,000 in equity. And that's because when she bought it, she put $220,000 down.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. So the values just hadn't come back around that far out yet now the difference being there's been houses in north seattle we've given this example before an area in greenwood where someone bought that house in 2012 which was the beginning of the upturn here they bought that house at 365 and then sold it for over 660 Mm -hmm. four years later right so you can see demand pressures are different in different areas, That's right. um, but this client who's moving from kind of the Lake Taps, Bonnie Lake area, out to Enumclaw, Buckley area to be closer to family because they just had a, a child. You know, for them, it's because there's still a shortage of inventory. They have to compare brand new construction that starts at three hundred forty-five thousand in comparison to it would start at seven hundred fifty thousand for the same house in Seattle. Right, right. Absolutely, they can get a lot more for their dollar. Um, the challenge for them is someone having enough equity to be able to do a resale or going to new because some of those homes that would meet their criteria are the same as the new construction that's out there. That's
2: right. right. And there's such a disparity from one neighborhood to the other. I'm looking at oh, one yeah. right now I'm working on that's up in Ballard on mm-hmm. Dibble Avenue Northwest. Oh, yeah, I know. And, Dibble. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, this home, if it were sitting in uh, Burien, might be mm-hmm. four, 400, 450. Up there, it's, well, just yeah. pretty much double it. Yeah, you know, double it. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, so it's it's just kind of the nature of it. So yeah. anyway,
1: so let's continue to be our guests. Wild and crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we have a little bit of an update from last week.
3: Yes, we yes.
1: Lilia, please tell us how did the event go on Saturday.
3: So we had, if you guys missed, um, the last show, it was for, we did an auction for Puget mm-hmm. Sound Honor Flight. Yes. Um, and, and we they, had you and Fred Charles, yes. Charles
1: on. He was very charming. Yes.
3: And he's one of the, um, lucky ones who went just this past May. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we ended up having over 200 people guests at nice. the, at the dinner and auction. Lots of them were veterans who have gone on the trip. So lots of stories, um, great entertainment. We are now adding 14 more veterans to the wait list okay. because of our auction. Awesome! Um, very excited, but um, of course we're always looking for more. Right. Um, so- well, and
1: the more people you add on, the more it adds to your fundraising requirements too, right? Yes. Because this is what that's all about—is helping fund. For them to go back to see all these wonderful. No, we right? we are
3: because of our auction and dinner. Oh. We are uh, oh. we are sponsoring fourteen more veterans. Oh, nice. that's fantastic! Yeah. So the
1: the yeah. fundraising efforts are allowing you to send fourteen, 14 more. Oh,
3: I love it! I love it! I yeah. love it!
1: I love
2: it! Very cool. So,
1: okay, and you said that actually some of our. I, so I want to thank our listeners
3: right now.
2: Yes, because we had a good re- good response. We I did. Guess, right? It yeah, was yeah? great.
1: Yes. People called
3: in and um, people came. They were guests from from our show. It Fantastic! Was, it was great. Thank that, you. Thank that, you. Thank you. It's so
1: wonderful to hear. So um, you and I ran into each other this morning we did. at the business development committee meeting for yes. the Renton Chamber because we're both members of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, you almost made me cry. As I said, so don't oh. do it today. Don't okay. do it this afternoon. Um, so. I was really pleased to hear the results of everything. So, um, I want to put a call out again to our listeners. If you were compelled by last week's show, um, I'm putting a challenge out. Doesn't have to. People don't have to meet my challenge, but it'd be great to see other people get involved. I am going to sponsor a veteran. Reba, that
3: is so. Fantastic! Awesome. Oh my gosh! And yeah.
1: I'm super excited about that. Wow! Uh, I did Thank mention to you, you that I might put a little peer pressure on this fella right over no. here, but I obviously I, I I was, can't.
2: I was driving up here and I, I want in on that too. So I, oh my okay. gosh, that's mess, okay. awesome! So, so we'll be yeah. talking
1: we'll yeah. be talking some numbers later, but yeah. I, I definitely will fund at least one veteran trip yeah. myself. Yeah. Oh, Riva, okay, that's
3: awesome! So
1: um, very excited about that, listeners. If anybody else is interested, we have our uh, past show on this. Up on the blog teamreba.com slash blog if you'd like to hear it, if you'd like to learn more about it. Super excited. It's a wonderful, wonderful program honoring veterans it and their really service. Uh, so thank you. It truly
3: has my passion.
1: Yeah,
2: uh, yes. and this and, and just to kind of describe it, this this the, the Pugison on her flight is where, where you take a, a veteran. On one last mission. Correct. And, yep. and they go to Washington, D.C. They get to tour all the monuments. Yep. All the um, memorials kind of built all in the their morals. honor, yes. Yeah. yeah. And just w- such a fantastic program. And boy, listening yeah. to Fred talk about it last week, it, oh, it gave, gives me goosebumps. Oh, it really, to say it kind of yeah. really does. It's really, really cool. Yeah.
1: And Fred he is a resident at your... I know. And, that's why you almost made me cry
3: this morning. But he's he's a resident at Merrill Gardens, he is. He is. a resident. Um, we also have Louise George, who's a resident, okay. who's also gone the as Rosie well. Riveter. Mm. Yes, Yes. Is awesome. Well,
1: so the rest of the show is going to be dedicated to um, not so much the veteran side, but folks who might be moving into an environment like that, who mm-hmm. need help getting prepared for that. And that's where Katie Munoz from Moving Forward is going to come in and help us talk about that. And we'll also talk about kind of how this all works together on the real estate, where they go, and how they do it. Yes. More on okay. Open House with Team Reba. Stay tuned. Got a question?
0: Call it in. Now back to Open House with Team Reba.
2: Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is uh, Eric Osnes. I'm with Home Street Bank.
1: And I am Reba Hass of Team
2: Reba. All right, we're every week, every Tuesday at 3 o'clock.
1: About this time I dance on my chair.
2: Yeah, that's pretty much it. I yeah. love that bumper music. With that bumper music, yeah. No, I was going to say we talk about real estate or finance or, or apparently sewage. About anything else that's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon Go kind of and you know, like all kinds about. of random
1: things. You know, yeah. But in all
2: seriousness, you and I, we have fun with this show, but yeah. you know, yeah, we, we also we work like crazy, crazy hard. We work hard like dogs. And, Are you kidding me? And, you know, I've been and, working
1: ten and fourteen hour days oh, for two weeks straight since I got back from vacation.
2: Yeah, it's, I haven't even had a chance to do that. You know the whole vacation thing, but um, yeah. one of these one of these days. But uh, no, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's just a good time. It's a busy out there. We've got a, such a great economy in this area. Mm-hmm. We're blessed. Yes. Uh, to Speaking be of which, I'm looking live.
4: for
1: a personal assistant right now mm. and a marketing person. So, you know, okay, yeah. We'll so, if people are out. interested. Give me a ping on at Team Reba on my Twitter. Site, yeah, Or you okay. can get a hold of us on uh, the Team Reba Facebook page. There you go. Easy to find there. Right. Or you can send in anything to uh, info at teamreba.com. That's related to what I just mentioned, not just anything, obviously, if you're interested <laughs> in a position.
2: And I need contractors. <laughs> yes, you I'm do. I'm still looking for contractors to help with my customers who mm-hmm. want to do renovation projects. Yeah. And if, you, if you're a contractor and you're good – and uh, you, yeah, if you're you, a bad uh, one, don't and, and even you, think you, about you, it. You're not afraid of doing a little bit of extra paperwork, which is required with these programs. Mm-hmm. So if if your home office is the dashboard of your pickup truck, well, that might not be the best solution. Yes. But if you're pretty organized, mm-hmm. uh, boy, would sure. I'd love to talk with you. Yeah, and uh, you know because we've got a kind of starting to build up a stack of people that have projects to work on. Absolutely. So
1: well, speaking of uh, people who have projects. projects and stacks to work on, and yeah. who need help. You're talking about the buy side of that, but uh, oftentimes when people are looking to uh, get ready to move into a new situation, such as downsizing, Mm -hmm. I've got several clients right now, actually a mutual client, we still need to talk about their situation, Mm -hmm. but um, they're they're looking to downsize. They've been in the same house for 27 years. Yeah. And they're trying to make the decision of, are they going to move to a retirement community? Are they going to move into another house? But it needs to be a single story, smaller, maybe. Yes, absolutely. There's, uh, health conditions that, Mm -hmm. you know, have to be factored in now. Knees and backs and things like that. And, uh, you know, being able to get access to their doctors regularly. So, uh, that's why we asked, uh, Katie to come on the show
2: good welcome katie yeah thank
1: you
4: i'm delighted to be here well, yeah
1: good. thank you so i'm we met quite a while ago
4: gosh it's been five six years ago oh my it goodness a long time ago.
1: wow it's okay longer than i even thought okay so we met through was it down in renton
4: i can't even remember I, yeah i know you called me you called me out of the blue
1: I'm and good so at that. Much, yeah. I'm really good at that.
4: And it's like <laughs> you know, I was probably doing some
1: online research because this comes up for us very regularly. Right? right yeah. You know, the, the boomer generation and above is still a very significant part of the real estate world because a lot of the millennials aren't yet owners. You know, they're anticipated to be moving into real estate. And you know, thirty seven percent of property is owned by boomers and older, right? So big chunk of the market uh, but many of them ready to start transitioning, and that's when the overwhelming part hits
4: people. Mm-hmm. That's the word overwhelm. Like yeah. over and over. Yeah. And you know, it's it's interesting. I heard you say earlier, Eric, that oh, I could use some decluttering in my house too. Mm-hmm. And there's a standard strategy that people use when they're going to organize their house. Mm-hmm. Works great if you're going to continue to live there. Mm-hmm. It's the worst if you're moving. I mean, the typical thing is, geez, what can I do with that? I'll take it, I'll put it in the car, I'll drive it and give it away at the thrift store, and mm-hmm. that's really nice and generous. But if you take that approach when you're moving, when you're really downsizing and moving, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is it's like 80% of the stuff in your house. So you're going to fill the car, you'll drive it over, you're going to come back, do the same thing the next day, and the next. It'll be two years before you're ready to move. Mm.
1: Yeah. And I will say that that has frequently been the case right. of many people is it can take, when I get a phone call from someone, it's rare that they're ready within two weeks to three months. And it's usually six months to in the longest case we've had so far. Well, no, actually he's not really real four years for one fella. Oh, gosh. Um, but, but the recession actually delayed a lot of other folks. In fact, the person I was just mentioning a few minutes ago, that couple, actually talked to me 10 years ago and wow. they were thinking about it but they couldn't quite get motivated and part of it was they got to that place where if you see their garage it's just packed. Right. There's a lot of pack rat going on.
4: Right. And it's way more common to, to mm-hmm. have your house packed than anybody seems to realize. Each person mm-hmm. is embarrassed. Oh no, I must be it, the Right. They're always thing. embarrassed. It's like, Don't, oh you know, my it's God, like I you understand, know. you know. Yeah. Well, I really want to tell you about the other way to do it. Okay, because there is a way that works. Mm-hmm. You say, what do I use the most? Oh yeah, yeah. And and then we I mean, start with the furniture. Don't mm-hmm. make it crazy. Yeah. But what do I use the most? Well, mm-hmm. what, what did you use? Yeah. Your... What's
1: comfortable? Not yeah. the what, do you, what the use versus what did you pay
4: for it. Oh, you can't, you can't ask all those other questions. Yeah. You could, you know.
1: Well, I find a lot of people who grasp onto that. They're like, right. oh, but we paid this much. I'm like, yeah, but how often do you sit on it?
4: Right. And did you get 30 years he use to out of it? Right. And if you amortize that so f- over 30 years, how much did you pay per sit? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Was it like two cents? <laughs> you know, The seat cost. I yeah, love the it. The seat cost. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you the should.
2: cat used it more than I did. You know, right. I, I know yes. I have a sofa that's like that. I don't even know if I'm allowed on it. Yeah, the cat probably is, I isn't? know. Yeah.
1: Well, that's because the cat could sometimes be smarter than you. Yeah. You can sit on your own couch. Well, I'm not going to argue know, with that. <laughs> yeah. You do know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. We'll just keep working on that. That we cat, didn't... though, he's
2: he's seen what I can do to a crab, and he has a tremendous amount of respect for me. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I hope oh, the
4: man. girlfriend's not listening. <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. This cat lover here doesn't want to listen to that.
2: That's right. That's so, right.
4: So we better get over here and tell them how they can do this easy way, though. Yeah, right. Uh, so uh, what you do is you say, "What do we use the most?" And what's going to okay. come up is like the bed, mm-hmm. the dresser, the nightstand, mm-hmm. the dinette set. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, those things you got to take with you. Okay, yeah. and then after that. You move with just the stuff you need for two weeks. Just Mm -hmm. move. Just Mm. move to Merrill Gardens. Get yourself in there. Get settled. Mm -hmm. And then when you come back and sort, it's from a whole different point of view because you now know the context. You know how much room you got left in your cupboards, in your closet. Mm -hmm. You also know... That there's a whole lot more fun things to do than look at old CD or DVDs mm-hmm. again. And again. you can go down the hall and join a card game. You can go to the Mariners game with all your neighbors. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, all this stuff—it's like, well, I wonder what if I will miss this. Right? You're not going to miss it. Right. Now your new life has started, mm-hmm. and you can easily see. It's like, no, that that doesn't even belong in this new life. And so when you're trying to sort out, you don't need to sort out that whole garage you're talking about. If it's packed in there, they haven't used it.
1: Yeah. I love to hear you say that because that was a little bit of the conversation we had with this couple was because we were struggling of, do they get somewhere else first? Of course, the financials are part of that. Because if they're going to stay in a house versus a community, then we got to think about the cost and how they're going to get there. We do believe that they've got equity that can help them do that. But um, we started talking about, okay, even if they bought first, do exactly what you're saying. Take the stuff you're going to use all the time, put it in there, and then you know how much space you have work to work with. And it just removes that stress. And it also right. makes it faster because what they keep finding themselves doing is they try to prepare prior to moving Is they start going down memory lane.
4: Exactly. Every little thing.
1: Because even just the meeting that I had, um, the the adult daughter was there. And as I walked in, I knew exactly the direction this conversation was going to go because mom came up and handed to her, like, oh, I don't know, yeah, like a yeah, 1980s yeah, yeah, yeah. glamour right, shot. Right, right. Oh, you remember when you took this? Right, right. Like, oh, my God. I mean, yeah. she was so embarrassed because she was like,
2: oh, I oh my God. I <laughs> no, that, that was That gonna, was a
1: lot of hair. Pretty, yes. Well, yeah. she had a rather sheer shirt on, so she was kind of <laughs> like, oh, let's take that picture away from the real estate agent, shall we? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, God.
2: See, that I was, was gonna, like, who gonna...
1: thought that was a good idea even back then? <laughs>
2: That was going to be my question, <laughs> Katie. What about the the keepsakes, the all, all of that?
4: Well, wait. You, you're not. You don't want to put the pressure on yourself. This is the final decision. If mm-hmm. you move first, you take the basic stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now the emotion goes way down because you started the new life. It's not this mm-hmm. whole fear of like, what mm-hmm. if I okay. hate it? Well,
2: what if you and have now, to get out right away though? I mean, you don't have a. Now, you you know.
4: still take the basics. You yeah. just because that's what you're gonna need. Mm-hmm. And most people, I mean, almost everybody, if they don't get help from some outside independent third party, they take away too much. Yeah. And now you end up paying for the movers to move yeah. it,
1: or for storage. And then the
4: movers have to move it back out and into storage because you can't pile it in the hallway. Yeah. And now you're going to pay for storage for a few years. And, and you you're probably never going to go see there. it. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's so expensive. Hmm.
1: There's well, a, there's a reason investors love those storage places. Oh God, Because they're cash cows. Yeah. Mm. They're yeah. just absolute cash cows because most people don't end up going back to the stuff that's in there.
4: Right, and they put yeah. some of their best stuff I can't bear to Yeah, sometimes they stuff. get broken into yeah. as well. Well. Yeah.
3: well, and it's so funny that you say that cuz we have this conversation with our new residents all the time about mm-hmm. just taking what you need and then worrying about the rest and yeah. it just works. Mm. It works so well. Yeah.
1: It really does. So, I would love um, you know, I asked Lilia to kind of join us. I know originally Katie, we had you scheduled to come in. I thought, gosh, I really want to have this conversation. So when we get back, uh, Cause I know we have to wind this down here in just a minute, but when we get back, I'd really love to hear how do you engage with people, Katie, uh, with moving forward. And then how does that also then help get to the coordination of like the destination, like mm. a Merrill gardens, right. right? Yeah. So I'd love to have the two of you even kind of interacting and sharing what your experiences are, how that typically works. And, um, and also where usually you get kind of brought into, these situations. Cause I know as a real estate agent, I get asked all the time for resources. So I'm constantly looking for things. So like yourself, and there's another company called Caring Transitions who I'm on their newsletter. Right. I have other professional organizers that I know, um, Teresa Hazard, who's a gal down in the Skyway oh, yeah. area. I've yeah, worked with her. several times. She's worked with clients. Uh, you know, there's a lot of different folks kind of doing different segments of this and i know a lot of times even when we get to kind of estate sales you don't have to be when you say estate sale it doesn't mean someone's passed away necessarily right, right right so there's all kinds of like auction houses and other things that are out there so um i believe your firm helps to sometimes coordinate some of those things so right. if you'll have to clarify when we come back but uh more on open house with team reba
2: stay tuned we'll be right back call us if you have questions 866-712-1300 Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call
0: at
4: 866-712-1300.
0: Now, back to Open House
1: with Team Reba.
2: Welcome back. This is Eric Osnes, Open House of Team Reba. I'm from Home Street Bank.
1: And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba.
2: All right, and we have with us uh, Katie Munoz, who's with uh, Moving Forward, and you're Mm -hmm. helping people kind of make that transition from from moving from from the big home to downsizing, whether that go into or be into a retirement community or or smaller home, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, and then um, we also have Lilia Anderson with us with Merrill Gardens. Mm -hmm. So happy to have you both here. Yeah. Yeah. Good so, so, Katie, uh, how does this work then? So, uh, at some point, um, wh- where do you jump into the in, into the situation?
4: Well, we really like to meet people early in the process so that we can try to keep them from making some of those huge and expensive mistakes right up front. That uh, that sorting we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. where you take it all mm-hmm. to the goodwill. It is so time-consuming, and it's expensive. When we talk about liquidation options in a minute, we'll talk about why that's mm. not the way to do it.
2: Okay, yeah.
4: So we we can get in there and try to get them to understand that you, you know, what do you use the most? And then we'll pull out, we'll sort with people. Because a lot of times you can tell them, just take what you use often but they still go off, like you say, on the long stories. And well, the- I'm,
2: I'm kind of thinking almost like watching an episode of Hoarders or something like that. Right. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, people get attached to their no, stuff, No, and, yeah. Oh, yeah. and it it's happens. hard to hard to let go. And if you if you're going from three thousand square feet down to five hundred square feet or four hundred square feet, whatever it is, you just don't have that room. So, are is your part of your job really sort of counseling almost? Yeah, it's. I'd say it really is. But one thing you'll see on hoarders
4: that we don't do; those people are usually under an extreme deadline, mm-hmm. so they have yeah. until Friday at noon. Right, you're done. Get
1: it out. Yeah. Did you know those guys were filmed, or at least the film crews from here? Yeah. Oh yeah. are yes, the yeah, Screaming Fleet oh, Productions. They're on. They're in yeah. the Renton Chamber of Commerce, by the way. Oh, that's yeah. really sorry. Cool. Just a tidbit. Sorry. Yeah. Continue, sorry. continue on. Yeah. Sorry.
4: But they end up having to do things like, look, that's it. You're done. You're out of time. You can't take that. Right. And that's not something that moving forward would ever do because you get to make your decisions. We will ask questions like, do you really think that you're going to be able to fit all of that China in this one cupboard? It doesn't fit in this one cupboard here, and you only have one cupboard at the other house. Mm -hmm. So where are you going to put the rest of it?
2: Okay. So Got we kind
4: of ask questions that'll help people make decisions, but there are those occasions when they absolutely insist they're going to take too much, mm-hmm. and all you can do is make sure there's a storage room standing by. Mm-hmm. I see. And the is So
2: you've already done the math. You know this isn't going to necessarily mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Is, is this a situation where maybe maybe the the children might bring you in and say, "Gosh, yeah, I don't quite know how to how to address this with my parents." And I need somebody to jump in and help me. Is that sort of...
4: You know, we can do it so much easier than the kids do, even mm-hmm. when the kids are just the most sensitive, kind people. Mm-hmm. Because well, they're still
1: heavy emotion. And bringing you in really yeah. forces someone to have a different viewpoint on the conversation also. That, that's definitely it's, It, it true. changes pride versus... You know, whatever Mm -hmm. else might be built up somewhere. Right. And you're bringing
2: the expert in. Mm -hmm.
1: The
4: other thing is that when people are telling the long stories, they Mm -hmm. have to tell the story to put the thing in context so they can see if they want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, you say, oh, these ice skates, you know, I was wearing these ice skates. And daughter says, I know, don't tell me again. Right, Right. Yeah. Whereas I can say, no kidding. You were wearing those ice skates when you met your husband that's mm-hmm. so cool. Mm-hmm. It's I'm just going to jump in really quick yeah, because please. um I find mm-hmm. it
3: and it's easier for the parent if if they're if the parent is moving it's easier mm-hmm. for them to have that communication with a stranger yeah, yeah. than yeah. the kid itself it yeah. just it works better they listen better mm-hmm. they um, they true. agree a lot easier. Yeah, because there's a lot
1: of built up. Right. Other, like when I say the emotional thing, it's like your family, oftentimes mm-hmm. we treat them very differently yes. than we do the rest of the population. Well, it's true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. You know?
2: So now talk about, I'm, I'm very curious. You mentioned there's a lot of ways better than Goodwill. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I take donations to Goodwill yeah. from well frequently i mean i pull mm-hmm. up and they're like oh hi eric you know so uh,
1: so so what that's because yeah, you, you go shopping there <laughs> yeah well i don't want to
2: let it <laughs> out all of my secrets reba you Not already allowed. did on
1: a prior show <laughs> no it's true yeah, yeah, um, yeah i love um, donations so,
2: so okay so so what what how how do you get you know kind of sort all that out i've got extra stuff it's valuable right. but i don't know what to do with it
1: okay hold on you gotta that's that's a point of contention though. Because mm. a lot of people's mindset of what they consider valuable mm-hmm. and those collectibles oh, are very different today oh, too. Yeah. And okay. who consider and who's willing to
4: pay for those things. Right. Well what you wanna do is you wanna get a third party person in there to sell them on your behalf. Don't try to do it yourself because you don't know what it's worth. Mm-hmm. You probably don't have right. the marketing skills to get the best price. Mm-hmm. If you've got the time, if you're in the house, you move first, take your stuff, then you call in an estate sale company. I see. And the cool thing yeah. about that is they can sell all the clutter and junk you would have taken It's amazing mm-hmm.
1: what they can sell.
4: And that's where the money is. Yeah. If you've already taken it all to Goodwill, they'll come in, look around, and say, I'm sorry. There's nothing here. Nothing Yeah, here. I've, I've had that happen. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. So donation if you're staying in the house, but don't donate a thing. If you're Mm. going to move and think about an estate sale, Mm -hmm. if you don't have the time, because, you know, it takes, they have to set it up in the house Mm -hmm. and all of that. If you don't have a few weeks for them to do that, your next best choice is auction. Right. But either one of these, estate sale or auction, you call them up, you talk to them on the phone, get them interested, they'll come out, they'll look for free. Mm hmm And then with the auction, they'll just take the stuff back with them. Right. Then you can donate,
2: or after the estate
4: sale, whatever's left, then you can donate. Got it. But you're not going to have that much left as you would if you'd started donating in the beginning, because now you're going to have to do the whole house. That's a lot. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. I and I love the idea of all these different options uh, for people because the last thing we need is more stuff going into landfill.
4: Oh gosh, no.
1: Right. Yeah. So if you if you start thinking about it early enough, get family engaged to help you or bring in resources or whatever it is that you need. Bring in someone like you with moving forward because you have resources for all oh, these yeah, kinds of folks, yeah. right?
4: We've they, been doing this 12 years. So yeah. Yeah, I, I know who to work with and I know who to avoid also. Right. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: that's also just as important. So yeah. get, give everyone a, a phone number and a website for you, please.
4: Yeah. Okay. The phone number is 425-702. Eight seven six one, and the website is www.retirementdownsizing.com. Want okay. me to say so that retirement again? retirementdownsizing.com. Right, retirementdownsizing.com. Okay. And if you've got questions, you're not quite sure if you mm-hmm. need us or not, call call anyway. Yeah. I'll is there an the email
1: phone. address too that is easy or no?
4: Katie at Moving Forward Inc. Dot com. So okay. moving forward, I N C. Okay. Dot com. Got dot it. Dot com. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it, having those kinds
1: of resources is incredibly important. So, um, from the Merrill garden side or the, the retirement community side, how do you help coordinate with folks like what Katie's organization is?
3: So, so usually I get them connected with someone like mm-hmm. Katie and okay. get them partnered up and, um, to help them with the process. Once they're done with the and usually yes we do the um, they do the estate sale mm-hmm. they go that route which works out a lot better okay and then once that process is over I get them um there by then they're already in the in the in the building okay so because they they take their essentials and okay. then they go back and Have help figure out the rest e- of it exactly down. so
1: mm-hmm. um, so I guess for our listeners I guess what might be good some some good recommendations here are. If you have an idea of where you might be going, if it's a retirement community, maybe reach out to someone like yourself who's a community relations director. Mm-hmm. Ask if there's resources available. You can Absolutely. help direct to someone like this. If you're on the other side and you don't know where you're going yet, reach out to someone like Moving Forward uh, for Katie. And What was that
4: website again? retirement downsizing.com. Okay, perfect.
1: And then I know from my side, you know, we have people all the time asking us, I always say, well, where are you going first? And if we can coordinate that direction, great. But if they don't know, then we just start trying to get the estate sales and the auctions Mm -hmm. and all the other pieces that are part of it. Um, I want to thank both of you ladies for being on today. I know we didn't get to quite everything we wanted to, but for anyone who wanted to also check out Puget Sound, honorflight.org. Yes. Check it out please to check donate. It please Please, and
2: donate. Thank and, you. And uh, thank you both to our guests. Thank Don't you. Don't forget to uh, bring some diapers. To oh, West oh, Seattle. To West Seattle. on Palm 20- Street Bank. Home Street Bank on the 24th. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Thank you for listening to
0: Open House with Team Rebow To contact us, visit Team Rebo at re-slash-max-metro-east-side. On Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.